Peak Wealth Management proudly presents the Trust the Plan podcast with Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot, where we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with peak confidence. Now, here are your certified financial planners, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And today is the Feel Good Edition. That's right. Episode 208. You're in we're store gonna, for a good one. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the mega backdoor Roth. But first, Jim, I got to share with you my experience with Peacock. Oh, the streaming <laughs> service? Yeah. Okay. So, so Jack, uh, he's in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's been watching South Park, which okay. is not necessarily very good for eighth <laughs> graders. Okay. So we're like, let's find a new show for you to watch. Uh-huh. How about The Office? So I download Peacock, get him logged in. Turns out The Office now requires you to pay. Oh, okay. So we shell out the six bucks, mm-hmm. right? And now we can watch The Office. My wife and I, with Jack, we're watching it in the family room on, on the TV, and it cuts to commercial. Okay. Commercial <laughs> on the streaming service. All right. Yeah. Paying and paying. And paying. And yeah. commercials. Okay. So Jack's upset. He's like angry <laughs> with me. Okay. And I'm like, just suck it up. You know, it's a commercial, no big like deal. Three right? minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like 90 seconds, actually. Yeah. And then it happens again. Now my wife's upset with me. So <laughs> I had to log in and, and upgrade to the $12 service. Uh, commercial which, free? Which is commercial free, yes. Oh, got it. <laughs> Lifestyle creep. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> which episode is that one? Yeah. It's every episode. We got it we in do. a lot. Yeah, yeah, we got it in a lot of them. All right, so today we're talking about mega backdoor Roths. And many people might not know what that is. Maybe they heard about it once or twice, but mm-hmm. they're not sure what it means. So can you explain to us? You know, what can you define it for us? Yeah, people who may have a, a mega backdoor uh, Roth available to them, uh, it's going to be through a workplace account, your 401k. Most people's 401ks have a pre-tax and a, uh, and a Roth uh, contribution available. Uh, but the third, and not all of them have it, but there's an after-tax account that can be in your 401k. So this after-tax account is the account that you can put money into that um, can eventually become this mega Roth IRA. Yeah, so it, it's like the best thing ever, as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. You can max out your 401 and then still, if your company allows it, put even more in your 401. Mm-hmm. You're not getting the pre-tax benefit of it. Right. It's an after-tax deposit, but it gets invested the same way. But then when it comes out, it gets rolled over into your Roth. Yeah, that's really the huge caveat is that all this money defer for all these years can roll out of that account into a Roth IRA. It's really powerful, you know, because with Roth, so many times we're stuck to the limits of a Roth, right? The 401k has a high limit on a Roth 401k. You can do up to the IRS max, you know, 23,000 for 2024 uh, and an extra 6,500 for those over 50. Um, Outside of a 401k, the Roth IRA has the income limits. So if you make over I think the limits have probably gone up a little bit, but in that 225 range as a married couple, you're no longer eligible to contribute to a Roth IRA. So this after-tax account can be a great way to really get a lot, of, you know, a significant amount of money into an account that can roll into a Roth eventually. So if you're so inclined, you could max out your 401k next year on the Roth option for 23,000. Mm-hmm. Then you could do a backdoor Roth IRA for 7,000. Mm-hmm. And then if your company allows, contribute to the after-tax account, which could be, and every company is different. A lot of companies maybe no, mm-hmm. but a lot of companies maybe you could do another twenty thousand. So if you had the resources and you're inclined 
I mean, we're talking about 50 grand going into Roth every year. Yeah, that's a, that's a great number. When Senator Roth created the Roth IRA <laughs> back in like 1996, mm-hmm. the limit was $2,000 per year. <clears throat> yeah. So now we're looking at potentially 50,000. Now, I don't know anyone who does the full 50, mm-hmm. all Roth, okay? I'll tell you what though, if, if, if I could, I would. Yeah. Right. I would. With our 401k, we don't have the after-tax right. aspect. It's due to all the regulations. So that's the way it is. So t- I'm going to tell a story. Okay. We have a client and uh, they've worked for this company that offers the after-tax option. They worked there like 20 years and they could have been, they, they have the income and the bonus and mm-hmm. the stock they have, right? The capacity to save. Yeah. But they've only been maxing out 401. Uh, they have not been putting any money into this after-tax account. And so, oops, Patty, trying to get this image here. Uh, okay, so here we go. This is the one. So this this person, if they would have put in twenty thousand dollars per year, and just made five percent on that money. After 20 years, they would have 694000 in that after-tax account, which would be Roth. Can all be Roth. Right. Yeah. When you think about you know, an IRA limit of 7000 per year, you'd never really dream of getting 700000 mm-hmm. into your Roth IRA. Yeah. And here we have it. <clears throat> yeah. Here's the path. So the sad part of the story is when we ask the person, you know, are you eligible for a Roth 401k, are you eligible for an after-tax 401k? The answer is, I don't know. Yeah, most people aren't aware. And so we incline, you know, based on our conversations though, they felt motivated to take action to find out, mm-hmm. okay? And a lot of people never would, right? We give people advice and they just don't do it, right? Because yeah. it's either too hard or, you know, they it don't- takes too much time. Yeah, yeah. right, <laughs> for whatever reason. But this person called and got the answers and reported back to us and we said here's the plan for 2024 and the sad part is right it could have been this you know and maybe uh maybe even more right because Mm -hmm. this is just five percent and we don't know what the forward-looking returns will be but i know that the backward-looking returns for an aggressive investor like this person is would have been a lot more than five percent yeah so it could be a million dollars tax-free and you might say, well, maybe they were investing in the brokerage account outside of the after-tax 401k. Okay. And I think that's great. And maybe they were. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 700000 in a brokerage account, where even if it's just in the index, it's kicking out dividends, which are taxable at 28%, mm-hmm. 20% for the dividend, plus 4% for Medicare, if they're in this income level that this person is. Yeah. Plus state another four, so that's twenty eight percent. Whereas the dividends received in this Roth, in this after tax account, is tax free, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, don't underestimate the compounding, right, and the fact that you don't have to pay tax all along the way. That's even before, you know, doing the rollover into the Roth. So that's right. That deferral is huge. And then the same thing on capital gains. Okay, in a brokerage account, if you have short term gains, it'd be in thirty seven percent bracket plus mm-hmm. Medicare plus the state, which is 43%, right. okay? Whereas if it was in the after-tax account, sheltered with the deferral, or in the Roth, mm-hmm. all of that would be tax-free. And then long-term capital gains, same as the dividends. Yeah. So I think 
you know, there's no way that anyone could make the argument that you're better off in a brokerage account than, than Roth. Yeah, there's no question about it. If you have that as an option, you know, and you can continue to defer that money, have it grow tax-free with, you know, withdraw tax-free as Roth money, it's a, it's a tremendous opportunity. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about why it makes a lot of sense to have an after-tax brokerage account. That's true. <laughs> okay. That's... But I'd still rather have this Roth. Yeah. Okay. Or, or maybe both. Yeah. Right. I want to have it all. <laughs> right. Can't we have it all? Well, at Peak, we believe we can give you advice like this so you can retire with confidence. And if you'd like to schedule with us, please log on to peakwm.com. You can book online. And uh, we're here to offer a second opinion. Peak Wealth Management thanks you for watching and listening to the Trust the Plan podcast featuring certified financial planners Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot. If you enjoyed our program, please subscribe and share. If you'd like to learn more about our services, please visit peakwm.com. Peakwm.com today. See you next week.